Starry night, the moon is bright. We'll sing a happy song. Wow, a spot! Alice is falling. Alice is falling. Everything is so dark. She couldn't see a thing. There were bookshelves and cupboards and a jar of magic potion. Down, 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 down. Down, 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 down. Hey, what was Spy Kids podcast listeners? This is Elisa Chang talking from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. In our last episode, we talked about Alice was in this mad tea party. She tried to make sense of everything that she encountered, but she had trouble. Let's continue with the second part of this mad tea party. But what happens when you come to the beginning again? Alice ventured to ask. Suppose we change the subject. The Marge Hare interrupted, yawning. I'm getting tired of this. I vote the young lady tells us a story. I'm afraid I don't know one," said Alice, rather alarmed at the proposal. Then the Dormouse shell. They both cried. Wake up, Dormouse! And they pinched it on both sides at once. The Dormouse slowly opened its eyes. I wasn't asleep," it said in a hoarse, feeble voice. I heard every word you fellows were saying. Tell us a story," said the Marsh Hare. Yes, please do," pleaded Alice. And be quick about it," added the Hatter, "or you'll be asleep again before it's done." Once upon a time, there were three little sisters," said the Dormouse, began in a great hurry. And their names were Elsie, Lacy, and Tilly. And they lived at the bottom of a well. What did they live on?" said Alice, who always took a great interest in questions of eating and drinking. They lived on treacle," said the Dormouse. After thinking a minute or two, they couldn't have done that, you know," Alice gently remarked. "They'd have been ill." So they were," said the Dormouse. "Very ill." Alice tried to fancy to herself what such an extraordinary way of living would be like, but it puzzled her too much. So she went on. But why did they live at the bottom of a well? Take some more tea," the Marsh Hare said to Alice very earnestly. "I've had nothing yet," Alice replied in an offended tone. "So I can't take more." "You mean you can't take less?" said the Hatter. It's very easy to take more than nothing. Nobody asks for your opinion," said Alice. "Who's making personal remarks now?" the Hatter asked triumphantly. Alice did not quite know what to say to this, so she helped herself to some tea and bread and butter, and then turned to the Dormouse, and repeated her question: "Why did they live at the bottom of a well?" Dormouse again took a minute or two to think about it, and then said, "It was a trickle well. There's no such thing." Alice was beginning very angrily, but the Hatter and Marsh Hare went, "Shh!" And the Dormouse sulkily remarked, "If you can't be civil, you'd better finish the story for yourself." "No, no, no! Please go on," Alice said very humbly. 
I won't interrupt you again. I dare say there may be one. One indeed, said the Dormouse indignantly. However, he consented to go on. And so these three little sisters, they were learning to draw, you know. What did they draw? said Alice, quite forgetting her promise. Trickle, said the Dormouse, without considering at all this time. I want a clean cup, interrupted the Hatter. Let's all move one place on. He moved on as he spoke, and the Dormouse followed him. The March Hare moved into the Dormouse's place, and Alice rather unwillingly took the place of the March Hare. The Hatter was the only one who got any advantage from the change, and Alice was a good deal worse off than before, as the March Hare had just upset the milk jug into his plate. Alice did not wish to offend the Dormouse again, so she began very cautiously. But I don't understand. Where did they draw the trickle from? You can draw water off a water well," said the Hatter. "So I should think you can draw trickle out of a trickle well, huh? Stupid!" But they were in the well," Alice said to the Dormouse, not choosing to notice this last remark. "Of course they were," said the Dormouse. "Well, in." This answer so confused poor Alice that she let the Dormouse go on for some time without interrupting it. They were learning to draw. The Dormouse went on yawning and rubbing his eyes, for it was getting very sleepy. And they drew all manners of things, everything that begins with an M. Why with an M? said Alice. Why not? said the March Hare. Alice was silent. The Dormouse had closed its eyes by this time and was going off into a doze. But on being pinched by the Hatter, it woke up again with a little shriek and went on. That begins with an M, such as mouse traps, and the moon, and memory, and muchness. You know, you said things are much of a muchness. Did you ever see such a thing as a drawing of a muchness? Really? Now you ask me," said Alice, very much confused. "I don't think." Then you shouldn't talk," said the Hatter. This piece of rudeness was more than Alice could bear. She got up in great disgust and walked off. The Dormouse fell asleep instantly, and neither of the others took the least notice of her going, though she looked back once or twice, half hoping that they would call after her. The last time she saw them, they were trying to put the Dormouse into the teapot. At any rate, I'll never go there again," said Alice as she picked her way through the wood. "It's the stupidest tea party I ever was in in all my life." Just as she said this, she noticed that one of the trees had a door leading right into it. "That's very curious," she thought. "But everything is curious today. I think I may as well go in at once." And in she went. Once more, she found herself in the long hall and close to the little glass table.
Now I'll manage better this time," she said to herself, and began by taking the little golden key and unlocking the door that led into the garden. Then she went to work nibbling at the mushroom. She had kept a piece of it in her pocket till she was about a foot high. Then she walked down the little passage, and then she found herself at last in the beautiful garden among the bright flower beds and the cool fountains. Okay, Alice finally made a conclusion that she couldn't stand the mad tea party anymore because there were just too many weird things going on. First of all, I think none of the characters were friendly with her, and also the things they talk about all sounds very crazy. It has no logic, and、uh, the way they treated the dormouse wasn't very kind and nice.、Uh, like they tried to put the dormouse into the teapot. That's not very very nice. And also, the dormouse is always so sleepy. And even the story they talk about wasn't very interesting, and it's all very very strange. And also the time in the mad tea party doesn't change; they keep their time the same, which is very puzzling too. So at this point, I'm very happy to know that Alice finally decided to leave this mad tea party. I wonder if Alice will meet the Hatter and the March Hare and the Dormouse again after. We will see. So see you again in our next episode. Also, please don't forget to hit the follow button if you're listening from Spotify. We will see you very soon again. Alice is falling. Alice is falling. Everything is so dark she couldn't see a thing. There were bookshelves and cupboards. And a jar of magic potion. Down, 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 down. Starry night, the moon is bright. We'll sing a happy song. Wow, a spot.